Hey, young world, it's your girl, Sansan, and you have tuned in to Sundays with Sansan. Sorry y'all didn't get an episode last weekend. This season is just crazy for me. So, um, unfortunately, Sundays with Sansan is something that I had to put on the back burner last week, but I am back and I'm ready for y'all. I know you all are ready for this season. Even if you don't celebrate Christmas and things like that, it's just a lot of off days from work for some people, a lot of family vacations and things like that. So whatever you celebrate or don't celebrate, just enjoy the moment. Today, I'm going to talk about something that's like we really don't pay attention to in the holiday season, and that's grief. Because everyone is not happy right now. Everyone isn't with loved ones. Sometimes... um, This is a very hard time for people. Each year, it's hard for me, but I've learned differently how to cope, like without having my mother and my grandmothers. So each year is a little different. Sometimes I feel sad. Sometimes I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to remember all the great things about them. But what we have to remember, everyone grieves differently. When I was in nursing school, I learned about the actual grieving process, and I remembered it by the acronym DAB, duh. And the grieving process has five stages. It's first you are in denial. Then you have anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Now, everyone grieves differently. Everyone may not go through the the five steps of the grieving process, but studies show everyone experiences at least one step of the grieving process at some point. So initially you're in denial, most people that the person is even gone like, yo, I know for me for a long time, I believe that my mother was not dead. I believe that she needed a better life, that she had to escape the pain that she was suffering from and she just moved on. Um, I believe that. I know it sounds crazy and I've said that before, but that's really what I believed. Then it was like anger and I've experienced anger like God. Like, you can't be for real. Like, I'm mad at you. How can you take my mother? And this happened, this process happened more when I got older. And remember, I lost my mother at seven years old. So this process has been very long for me. So I experienced anger as I got older when I started um, reaching milestones in my life and I didn't have my mother there to celebrate with me or to even give me advice on certain things about motherhood, about um, dating, about being a wife, just things. I was really angry with God like, yo, you just let me be out here by myself. The next thing is bargaining. Um, a lot of people do this like maybe if we got would have got a second opinion from a doctor or maybe if I would have took her to the hospital the first time she complained or maybe if I would have um, told him I would run to the store instead of him and things like that. Next, some people become depressed and depression shows in different forms. Sometimes that's depression isn't always isolation. Some people when they are depressed, they eat, eat and eat. Sometimes when people are depressed, they drink or they smoke or they do drugs or they become promiscuous. Depression shows up in many different forms. So when you see someone's behavior change, um, don't take it personal all the time. Sometimes people are going through their own thing and they are trying to get through this grieving process the best way they know how. Lastly, what we hope for everyone to reach is acceptance. Learning to accept that this person is not here with you any longer, that they are not coming back, but you can enjoy the memories you have of that person. So 
that's where I am right now um, with the deaths that I have encountered. Like I lost my mother and then years I, I lost my grandfather. I've lost my mother's mother. I lost my father's mother. So I've experienced a lot of loss in my life for, of people who were really, really close to me. And right now at 35, I'm in the acceptance phase. And I thank God for placing me here because although I still do get sad, you know, it's inevitable. I become sad and it just doesn't have to be a special occasion, but especially a special occasion. It's like Christmas is coming up and I would love to be going to spend time with my mother or my grandmothers. Um, I'm thankful to have my husband's family, but sometimes I want someone who looks like me, you know, so I do get sad at times, but I've accepted the fact that they are not here and that I do have people who love me. It's hard. Um, some people accept it right away. Some people don't. No one can give you a time frame on how to grieve, how long it takes, how short it takes. <sighs> Excuse me. It's all up to you and some a process you have to go through with God. Your husband can't help you. Your best friend can't help you. Um, a counselor can help you to, you know, cope with the process. But really... It's between you and God and time and the willingness to want to make it to the acceptance phase. One thing you cannot allow is for other people to tell you how to grieve. Like people see you get cut and they want to tell you how to stop bleeding. Everyone is different. Everybody's body is different. Yes, I may apply pressure and the bleeding may stop. But as soon as I release the pressure, the bleeding occurs again. So don't keep telling me to hold pressure on my cut. Let me bleed how I need to bleed. I'm not going to die. I'm just bleeding differently. If you get what I'm saying, like it's just it's just a, it's a cut and I'm hurt right now. So it's going to have to bleed a little bit, a little bit. It's going to have to heal up. It's going to get a scab and hopefully that scab isn't reopened. So I don't have to go through that same process again, but it may. So what do you do when your significant other passes away? When is it too soon to date someone else? There's no right or wrong answer. Me personally, I thank God I've never had to experience um, the death of my of a loved one of my significant other. I can say this, I am so in love with my husband that if he passed away tragically, meaning he was here today perfectly fine and good health like he is, and he died tomorrow, that probably would be a long grieving process of of me moving on to another man just because I'm still in love with him. I didn't expect this. I didn't prepare for this. Like it's a whole whirlwind. Now, if unfortunately I saw my husband suffering from a disease for years or even months, and I've had time to process that this is going to be the end result that he is not going to survive this. 
I probably would be able to move on faster because I have grieved. I have already gone through some of these steps of the grieving process. I'm pretty sure who people this have happened to, they were in denial the like a majority of the time they were watching their loved ones sick. Like, no, they're not sick. You know, they're going to be all right. They're going to pull through. God is going to make a way. Then they got past that and they got angry and like, God, you know, I've been good. Like, I'm a good person. Well, he's a good person. Why are you allowing this to happen? And then you might have even got to the bargaining phase. Like, Lord, if you just saved their life, I would do this better. Or I won't stop. I'll stop doing that. Or, you know, whatever you're bargaining, you'll give up something so you can keep your loved one. You might have even went to a depression phase. Like, yo, I can't even do this. And then, sadly... Their death may have been the acceptance phase in your life. So moving on to a new person, that doesn't take away the love you have for your loved one. It just shows that you have accepted that they are no longer here and you have met someone who is able to coexist with you, that you love, that you want to share the rest of your life with. What you cannot do is allow people to tell you you're wrong. You can't move on. You can't live. You can't love again. That's not life. Like that's that's not life. And especially people who are um, claiming to be Christians and things of that nature. Um, you have some religiosity or something going on with you like, oh, no, that's too soon. You shouldn't do that. Blah, say blah. God even tells us he doesn't want us alone, right? So are you saying that now I only got one chance at love? I don't think that's how it goes. I mean, I'm no theologist, but hey, that's just how I interpret it. I don't even want to think about losing my husband or me passing away and my husband choosing to move on in life. All I could hope for is that he finds someone who genuinely loves him, who gives the same type of love to him that he is going to give to them. What we have to do as humans is stop worrying about everybody else's business. If it's not affecting you, if it's not going to change your life, if it's not going to do anything for you, if you were not um, even helping this person through the grieving process or anything like chill yo mind your business let people live love and be happy and if it's a problem with God because that's the only person you really can have a problem with is God then he will handle that he will handle that person he will handle the situation things will not manifest as they're supposed to manifest if God has a problem with it We have to stop pretending that we know all the answers or we know everything because we don't. Grief is a process that happens at a different rate for everyone. It might take you longer than it takes your brother or your sister or your mother or your father or even your children. It may take them longer. It may take them less time, but however long it takes, Be respectful and mindful of that person. Try to see that person's perspective of how they are dealing with the situation. 
So, yo, this is kind of heavy during the holiday season. I get it. I understand. But I just want you to remember the people that are grieving during this time because it's not easy. These firsts are not easy. The first Thanksgiving, the first Christmas, the first New Year's, the first birthday. None of that is easy when you've lost a loved one that you're so used to celebrating with. So instead of criticizing their decisions or wondering what they are doing during this grieving process. Love them, encourage them, support them, pray for them, because you never know when you will be in that position of grief. When all you want is a shoulder to lean on and no one to give you the answers, just to listen. Yo, so once again, the five steps of grief are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Remember, everyone grieves differently. Everyone may not go through this process, but they might. It can be in the blink of an eye or it can take a lifetime. And if it takes a lifetime, I really feel sorry for that person because you are holding your you're holding your life on standstill. Yo, thank you for tuning in to Sundays with San San. This is your girl, San San. I'm giving you the unapologetic truth with some facts and my opinion to back it up. Yo, follow me on Instagram at official underscore San underscore San. Bye, young world. Bless up.